The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O God. Our rock and our redeemer, our strength and our salvation, the one, the only, the living God. Amen. Got four, four things, um, four brief statements, and I invite you to say them after me. We're in this together. Together forever. We need each other. It's all about all God's people. I want you to remind me in three years in the lectionary cycle when James comes up again not to pair reading the minor prophets while trying to preach through James. I am in a wrestling match with God for my very life, and he's wearing me out. But I'm not gonna let go because my name is Jacob, really, and I'm a wrestler with God. And I'm not gonna let God go until God strikes my hip and you'll see me limping forever if you remember that story. Hosea 6, this was a little bit ago in our reading plan. Come, let us turn back to the Lord. He attacked and he can heal us. He wounded and he can bind us up in two days. He will make us whole again. On the third day, he will raise us up and we shall be whole by his favor. Let us Pursue obedience to the Lord, and we shall become obedient. His appearance is as sure as daybreak, and he will come to us like rain, like latter rain that refreshes the earth. On your insert, if it's big enough for you to read, if it's not, I'm sorry, there were some printing problems. You can see that, that we have there our baptismal liturgy. And in that liturgy are my favorite words in all of the liturgy. Because I am a product of these words. When, 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 when I was confirmed and, and when I joined the church, these words were spoken to the people that were gathered there and gathered communities of United Methodists and, and Christians everywhere have been helping me with this since even before I came to faith in Christ or knew that God was working in my life. And these are the words that the pastor gets to say to the people about someone who just joined the church. Increase their faith. Confirm their hope and perfect them in love. That's, 
That's, that's my charge as pastor, Severio's charge as pastor to us as God's people. Do all in your power. So, so when the kids were up here talking about the fruit of the Spirit, um, I, we, had, we had second graders in, in uh, uh, Wednesday evening ministry and they learned the fruit of the Spirit and they came up to me Second graders. I said, Pastor John, I know the fruit of the Spirit. Do you know them? I said, well, I know where to find them. <laughs> and they said, they're love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We know them. Do you know them? <laughs> well, I, I didn't have them memorized that moment. But before I went to bed, I worked on it. And by the time I woke up, God's Spirit had worked in my mind. And I knew them. And every time... I hear fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and I have to use my fingers to count. That's how we do this. That's, that's how we do this. You see, fruit, fruit are not gifts. Fruit are cultivated. Fruit are nurtured. Fruit are grown. That's why the pastoral charge says, do all in your power. So we promise, I promise to do all in my power to increase your faith, confirm your hope, and perfect you in love. In, 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 in researching this, this thing called Christian perfection and being made perfect in love, I, I, always, I always go back to the questions that every single United Methodist pastor, ordained pastor, has been asked since the time of John Wesley. Do you expect to be made perfect in this life? Are you going on to Christian perfection? Do you expect to be made perfect in love in this life? And are you earnestly striving after it? And, and, and in researching that, I ran, I ran across a, a fellow pastor's uh, blog, um, uh, Carolyn Moore in Augusta, Georgia at Mosaic Church, said, had a quote, had a quote from um, C.S. Lewis and, and, and he, he, Lewis wrote this, he said, he said, Christ's command to be perfect as your Father in heaven imperfect is not idealistic gas. God intends to do this in our lives, and God will accomplish this in our lives if we are willing to do the work. So I like Eugene Peterson's translation of James most of the time, but sometimes he gets all up in my business. <laughs> all up inside of me. Real wisdom, this is verse 17 in James 3, 17 and 18. Real wisdom, God's wisdom, begins with a holy life 
and is characterized by getting along with others. It is gentle and reasonable, overflowing with mercy and blessings, not hot one day and cold the next, not two-faced. You can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right with God and enjoy, enjoy its results only if you do the hard work of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and with honor. If you'll say after me, we're in this together? together. Together forever. We need each other. And it's all about God's, all of God's people. Y'all didn't have the stutter that I did. Y'all are good. You're gooder at it than I am. <laughs> That's a gift. <laughs> I, I'm still struggling to cultivate that fruit of public speaking. <laughs> I'm just a beginner. Increase each other's faith. I, 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 don't, I don't know about you, but I am daunted by that command. And, 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 and in our world of micro-examination, what could any of us ever do to increase one another's faith? Confirm, confirm one another's hope. Confirm. Reiterate, reestablish, build up, encourage each other's. Have, have you watched the news lately? Have you read the papers lately? Have you got it online? There's not, apparently, in our society, a lot of hope. And perfect. Perfect one another in, in, in love. Love is, how does it start? Pa patient, patient? Love is Kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And now faith, hope, and love abide these three. And the greatest of these is love. It's 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 love. And 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 it's 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 love that reaches out to those who are in need. It it love that reaches over to those who are barred. It, it, it's love that reaches through the, the muck and, 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 and the mire of a messy life. It's love that goes the extra, extra mile. 
It's love that knows I'm a child of God. And every person I ever meet, whether they have experienced and known it or not, is also a child of God. I wrestled with our closing hymn. Up until Friday morning, I wrestled. And it pushed and challenged our musicians, my wrestling. And I'm thankful to their fluidity and adaptability. And I want to name that publicly because that's a part of what it means to be family. The song they sang, Thy Word, is, is a song of my Christian infancy. I remember being at the concert where, where Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith sang that in, in, in the early 80s. Some big concert house in Houston. So sometimes I look things up, and I, I, I looked up the story of take my life and let it be. This is, this is what its author wrote about writing this hymn. I went for a little visit, five days, to Ar Arlay House. She, 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 she was, her dad was, a, was an Anglican priest, and her brother was an Anglican priest. She studied all over Europe. She was quite a fine musician herself, pianist and vocalist, in much demand. Her health was poor, and she, she didn't live very long. She went, she went, there were 10 persons in the house, 10 people, some unconverted and long prayed for. There's our first opportunity. Do we know anybody who's unconverted and have we long prayed for them? Some converted but not rejoicing Christians. Can you imagine? I mean, I have days like that where I know in my bones that I have the assurance of, of God's promise of salvation, but I'm not very happy about it. And, and, and my heart needs to get busy until my face. <laughs> Rejoice and be glad. God gave me the prayer, Lord, give me all in this house. And he just did. We, we don't talk like this anymore. But we ought to. Before I left the house, everyone had got a blessing. The last night of my visit, after I had retired, in bed, ready to go to sleep, the governess asked me to go to the two daughters. They were crying. Then and there, both of them trusted and rejoiced. It was nearly midnight. I was too happy to sleep and passed most of the night in praise and renewal of my own consecration. And these couplets formed themselves and chimed in my heart 
one after another until they finished with ever only all for thee. That's how we do that. That's how we increase one another's faith. That's how we confirm one another's hope. That's how we together are made perfect in love, earnestly striving after that all that we are and all that we do is ever only all for God. We're in this together. Together forever. We need each other. It's all about all God's people. Will you pray with me? God, I love this house. And I love all the people you bring to fill this house. And sometimes they tell me what a blessing my presence is. But you know the truth. You know the truth that their presence in this house and in this city is so much greater blessing. Large part because there's more of them than there are me. But in greater part because of the love and the grace, the peace, because of all of the fruit of your Holy Spirit that you are nurturing and cultivating and growing in each one. And God, this last couple of months and these next couple of months, we see folks who are a part of the fabric of our being in this house, moving and going because of the seasons of life that we face. Help us to know your sustaining presence as your first family in this house, in this place, with all these people, and bring to us in this house. As she prayed, Lord, give me all in this house. So too we pray, give us all in this city. Not for this house alone, but for every house you have established here. God, we pray with all that we are, for those who need to know your love, for those who need to know your care, for those who need to know your grace, for all anywhere who need a safe place. We pour ourselves out before you, God. And we ask you, we beg you, Take, take our lives, take our hands, take our feet, take our words and our thoughts and our actions and, and 
captivate them and guide us that we might be consecrated for your work and your will. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.